This is CliffCentral.com. Future CEOs on CliffCentral.com. I hope everyone enjoyed the first half of that show. My goodness, I'm so inspired. And there's nothing better than just to feel the heartbeat of what people are really doing just for the economic transformation of our GDP. Junk status for who, everybody? Junk status for what? My name is Subimboya Arnold. And welcome back to Future CEOs. Another, I, I don't know, to say a genius in the making, uh, a, a, a go-getter, a trendsetter, all the good stuff. He's young, he's fresh, he's tech. Savvy, welcome Prince Dube to future CEOs. Yes, Lydia, how are you? <laughs> Was that a bit too much? <laughs> well, you know what? I'm so proud of you. So, mm-hmm. let me break it down to all the future CEOs listening out there. I went to the Web Summit website. So, it's the biggest technological summit in the world, the largest technological summit on the planet, and you're going there. Am I correct? Yeah. So, correct. I went onto the website and I just got goosebumps because I wish I was going. So, obviously, this is a opportunity that you've created for yourself, but you couldn't do it without Standard Bank Incubator, my friends, and yes. Liberty, my friends, in helping develop this great experience that you're going to uh, um, endure. Tell us who you are and why you think you're an expert and a guest on my show, Future CEOs. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, as you've already mentioned, I'm Prince. Uh, I'm a student at University of Johannesburg doing electrical engineering and um, I also run my own company called Energex. Energex? Yes. Tell us about Energex. So Energex is uh, a company that specializes in energy management and biofuels. Wow. So you're, you're, you're all about obviously the environment, I presume. Yes. Uh, that's actually precisely the reason why I started the company because um you know, there was all these things that, that were going on and I was like, how can I actually make a difference and still make some money? And It's all about also cash is king. <laughs> yes, cash is king yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. So um, I started off first with biofuels, creating um, biodiesel. Yeah. And then uh, once I got to Varsity, uh, I actually gained another skill yeah. um, from my electrical engineering. So now it's actually a smart systems and energy management as a whole. Okay, Prince, you know what? You're talking great language and great jargon, but let's just take it back a bit because for anyone who's listening, who wherever they are in their entrepreneurial journey, they're on some, okay, so we're talking a big summit, a global summit, and how technology is just intertwining and connecting us with all other industries. Where mm-hmm. are you from? Who is Prince Duba? Tell us a little bit about yourself just to... Give a call to action that no matter who you are or no matter what your background is, it's in your path to be aligned with something and to be invited to ascend to, to attend a conference, a, a technological conference like Portugal that's happening in Lisbon in a couple of days' time. Who are you? And how did your entrepreneurial like mindset and heart and passion begin? Mm. So um, I'm from Boxburg. That's where I grew up. Uh, I was born in Soweto and then moved to Boxburg at a young age. Um, and in terms of my entrepreneurial journey, it's it, I think it's something that's always been in me because um, it started at school. Uh, really? Yeah. What were you doing at school? Uh, <laughs> well, okay. I don't, I'm not sure if I should be saying this. This but is future CEOs. Everything is allowed. This is un radio. <laughs> Come on, t- mm. give us the beans. Give so us the beans. I, I would actually do uh, assignments for the other, other people, <laughs> for other kids at school, like in in high school. 
know, you're smart like that. Did you charge them? Yes, yes. I, I charged them yeah. a lot, actually. Good, good. That, that's an entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah, tell us more. You know, um, so that's how it started. And then, because I also couldn't get a job. I was still, I was too young. You know, you know, some people get jobs when they're in high school. I was this scrawny kid, so no one wanted to employ me. So I had to look for other ways to make money. So um, it was the assignments and <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then obviously you know the the muffins. But then I actually didn't sell muffins. I just um, I supported someone who was selling muffins at school. You know, I saw them selling. I'm like, okay, you know what? Um, you selling to your class and whatnot. Why don't we get uh, about you know five more people so that um, th- those guys can sell uh, muffins in. In all their classes In their respective grades mm-hmm. And then I'll give you some money And let's see how far We can take this And how far did you take it? Oh no We did take it quite far Hey Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I was the silent partner mm-hmm. But uh, eventually um, There were muffins At school That were for sale mm-hmm. And we, They were making A lot of money mm-hmm. Tell us about Later on in life Okay so that was school That was high school How did you Engage with Standard Bank Incubator and Liberty. Tell us about that experience and that journey, and and how that uh, um, helped you on your entrepreneurial journey. Okay, um, with how I got to be in contact with Standard Bank, mm. it's actually through the um, Thriving Network. Mm. I attended uh, one of their events, mm. and I also um, just pitched my my company, Energex. Yes, Energex, mm. and um, and they decided they liked it, and they. Decided to back me And that's when I got into the Standard Bank Incubator And how was that experience? It, it's it's actually more of an acceleration Oh, is it? Yes Okay, yes. so what, tell us about the difference between For those of us who don't know as entrepreneurs An accelerator and an incubator Well, well Your an, experience of both Yeah, my experience of both An incubator, it, it basically takes you from point zero to a certain point You know, just to get your like your compliance right Registering your company, maybe introducing you to some people in the same industry. They say that there are three C's in business: uh, customer, cash, and compliance. Yes. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. Correct. Right, yeah. And uh, you see now with accelerators, uh, mm-hmm. what my experience has been the compliance part, because uh, you know you you grow and then you get to a certain point where you you're not small. And then you're not big either You know, you, you, you're going to the medium enterprise And then that's when uh, compliance really uh, is king So Give us an example where you found that in Energex Where compliance was something that you Was a hard thing to learn But it was great for your business And no. your development of your business No, it was, uh, where do I start? Tax Correct yeah. SARS will always find you Yes, SARS will always find SARS you SARS will so. always find you <laughs> Yeah. You know, um, also hiring you know, because um, uh, I mean, I'm in the tech space. Uh, there are certain bodies that I actually have to to adhere to, and certain compliances that I must also adhere to, just for me to hire someone, and you know, pay their UIF, and you know, all all of that um, compliance issue. So <clears throat> that's 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 really where the accelerator helps you. You know, because then it shows you where your business is lacking, and um, it's. It's almost like a pathway into big business. So by the time that you get to, you know, uh, that multi-million uh, rent business turnover, everything is already in place. Mm-hmm. So that's what that's the most value that I've uh, received from the accelerator. Mm-hmm. They've showed me like, okay, uh, 
you need to improve there. Mm. Uh, we see you running, uh, but then maybe you can streamline this, you know. Mm. So th- that's been the most value that I got from them. Tell us one of the biggest mistakes you've made so far in your business. How old is Energex? How, how long has it been going on? Uh, Energex has been going on since 2013. Okay. But uh, it's only been official for about three years. And what's the hardest mistake that you've learned? Hiring. Is it? Yes. What happened? Uh, I have to separate my emotions from... You know, there's company ethics and then there's morale. I believe you. Yes. And so when you hire the wrong people, uh, they don't deliver. And when they don't deliver, you suffer. Your bottom line suffers. Whatever the reason. It might be a good reason. But then, so I've actually learned that, you know what, sometimes you just need to to have a strict company ethic. What is uh, your company ethic? Mm, well, mine is basically honesty. And you have to deliver I'm 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 someone who's um who who is um goals driven. So I set KPIs every I actually do it every month. See, okay, um these are your key performance indicators. How well are you doing? You know, out of this um out of all the stuff that you had to do, how well did you do it? And did you actually complete it? They always say like in entrepreneurs, especially those who have people that are employed by them that um, skill, you can be learned, but attitude is something that you can't buy and you can't teach. And they'd rather hire somebody with no skill but a great attitude. Yes, that, that, that is completely. True or false? No, I, I think that's completely true. Because mm. um, someone with a great attitude, you can basically, um, you can work together. You know, you can be more, more efficient and you can mold them into the position. You know, you can have the greatest skill, but then if your attitude sucks, the, you know, there's no rapport between me and you. So then, we cannot uh, accomplish great things. What's the three basic and for you the most important leadership characteristics that it takes to succeed in business? Well, I'd what makes you a good leader? <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'd say um, first of all, you have to be able to listen, and you must take criticism. Uh, I've actually surrounded myself with people that would be like, "No, Prince." Uh, what you're doing now, this is, you know, this is not you. This is not, um, what you've told us, you know. So that helps me, that helps keep me in check. So that's, I'd say that's actually the, the, the most, um, the central pillar. Cause once you value uh, all the criticism, you, you actually find out that you, you know, you, you don't detach from your core business. So yeah, it's, it's that. And then, um, I'd have to say hard work. You have to put in the hours, especially in my industry. You know, we would get a project and sometimes we have to work throughout the night, you know, just so that we can deliver, you know, a prototype. So, yeah, I'd say hard work is, is essential. Last one, last characteristic that makes you a good leader? Last one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you have to be human. At the end of the day And that that's very challenging as well Because um, on the one hand You know, I want to get the most um, Efficiency from everyone that I'm Leading, everyone that I'm working with But then I must find that Balance that, you know, these are also Human beings, they people And, you know, they need money 
they need their time as well you know away from they have a life they have a, yeah you know this might be my my business correct. i can put in 24 hours but then that's i can't so expect true. the same from that's someone so who are, who have so employed this is this is may not yes they might believe in your dream but this mm. ain't their dream it ain't know? their dream you know yeah. i i can put in 24 hours <laughs> yeah. but then i can't expect the same from them Let's get back to the exciting stuff. So you are leaving for Lisbon, Portugal in like what three days? Yeah, on Sunday. On Sunday. Yes. To attend the largest technology summit in the world. Yeah. And you are taking your baby Energex with you. Yes, I, I'm actually so excited. Dude, I am excited for you. So, <laughs> so, 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 tell us that construct. Tell us what you're going to do there, and yeah, t- t- tell us about it. Oh, okay. So, um, basically. Inspire the entrepreneurs listening. <laughs> uh, you know uh, what I'm planning to get from Portugal is the first thing is um, seeing what everyone else is doing. You know, um, when one one person who's uh, world traveled, they always know where the world is and where the world is going, and uh, they we can I can look for new opportunities as well. Because you know you might have a business that's operating in Korea doing this, and then I can be like, oh, but that can work down here in SA, you know. Then maybe we can collaborate. Nice network opportunity. Yes, yeah, it's it's networking and it's uh, also looking at how things are done, you know. Um, there's no need to invent the wheel twice at times. I love that. Mm. So I can we can network, we can collaborate with other people, and as well. Um, if you, if you look at my picture on the on their website, it's next to the CEO of Intel. Wow! <laughs> I see, I see you, Prince. I see. Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's you know, um, <laughs> um, making relationships with uh, people that are in that space uh, and forming a global network, and I think that will have a lot of value, especially where I'm going. And Prince, I saw like the magnitude of the speakers that are going to be there. You are in for. A, 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 it's not even called a treat Like a, a a boomerang of inspiration And just people who who are renegades in their spaces What are you looking forward to the most? I'm looking towards the uh, disruptors You know yeah. Tell me more yeah. I like that yeah. word Yeah, I listen a lot <laughs> Tell me more about the disruptors <laughs> You know, uh, these are the people that are literally changing uh-huh. their environments You know, Uh it's it's small companies, uh, but then the the way that they are doing things is it's, it's amazing, hey. So uh, those are the pe- kind of people that I'm look um, I'm looking forward to meeting. Do, do do you have names in mind that you can name drop? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there is uh, some um, Marcus. Yeah, mm. he has a tech startup that's in in Bolivia, I think. Okay, Marcus from Bolivia, yeah, yes. tech startup, yeah. Yes. Who else? Um, there's I forgot the guy's name, uh, but then he's into blockchain technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the co-founder of uh, Ethere- uh, Ethereum. Okay. He's, yeah, his name is John. Okay, okay. Yes. John from Ethereum. Yeah, yes. from Ethereum. Yeah. So uh, I actually want to converse with him because uh, you know now where we are going is uh, you know blockchain technology Tell is. Tell us what what is blockchain technology for those ba- of us who don't know. It's basically um, transferring value over the internet. So now we can transfer information, okay. which is like a copy of whatever it is, right? Okay. But then uh, when we want to transfer a value on the internet, only in the past uh, four years has it actually been possible. And it's called blockchain technology. Okay. So uh, this what this technology enables is for payments, is for um, you owning a car and having 
um, your title deed to the to the car yes. online where everyone can see it. Okay, you okay. know. So, uh, and have you ever heard of Bitcoin? Yes, yes. Yeah, Bitcoin uh, is actually powered by blockchain technology. That's the underlying technology. Okay. Yeah. So uh, it's going to be an interesting talk uh, with with John because he's actually giving um, a few talks, and I'll, I'll believe me, I'll be in those. Are you going to be presenting Energex to anyone there or are you going to be kind of showcasing what you've been working on and who you are and what is it, why you've been invited there as a tech startup from SA? Yeah, and that's what uh, Standard Bank actually, uh, the email that they sent me, that's what I'm supposed to be doing. Tell us more about that. Yes. Uh, so I want to basically look for investors as well, that um, people that are in the same space that can uh, fund me in terms of um, s- some capital and also some skills, because uh, you know these days we can um, collaborate wireless you in Europe and I'm here, mm. so, and we can program the same thing. Mm. Yes, so that's that's the um, that's what I'm going to be looking for, and also showcasing what I've been doing here in SA. Correct to the, to the rest the of the world. world yes, yeah. and, and the the various projects that I've taken part in. You know, like um, the. Shell Eco Marathon, I for saw example. That and the, uh, the, so you went to Germany with a delegation from the Innovation Agency as well. Yes, yes. Okay, that must have been exciting. Oh, yeah. You're well, <laughs> you're, you're traveling the globe. You're traveling the globe. Yeah, yeah. It, that one was, um, based on e-mobility. You know, electrical cars are uh, on the horizon and we need an infrastructure and an economy to actually see that how, how best we can integrate them into SA. And, you know, how we can overcome the challenges that we have, like uh, electricity supply, things like that. So, yeah, that was the the whole um, plan behind Germany because, you know, they are the leading manufacturers in cars. Yeah. So I always ask the, the, you know, our our guests on the show, uh, for your business, is it better to have skills or connections? And it sounds like from you, both is a sure bet. What do you think? I'd say both. Um and for the simple reason that I can have a connection uh, and not deliver, you know. Uh, and I've actually been in in, su- in such um, situations where I've had the connection, but then I could not deliver because I did not have the skill set, you know. So um, I'd say both are important. They, you know, one you cannot have one without the other. But yeah, both of them. How do you feel about the tech? the technological growth in Africa and in South Africa for you to be invited via Liberty and Standard Bank and where do we have a place in the global tech community? Yeah, definitely. We definitely have a place. Um, you know, here in SA, we, we're doing quite a lot of um, amazing things. There are entrepreneurs that I've been around, you know, that have great ideas. Uh, but unfortunately, you know, uh, there isn't as much support for for entrepreneurs in that space so um, that's what we need in the tech space we need uh, more support for the entrepreneurs and uh, what kind of support when you're talking about support so it's you know um, places where you can work you know like hubs Mm. which have been springing up uh, you know everywhere Uh, also uh, in terms of um, finances you know sometimes uh, we should be able to give some entrepreneurs, you know, just a, a, an amount of money just to do research and development. Right. So I think that's what we're lacking in, in SA. The, the capital is there, mm-hmm. <laughs> but then um, the people who have it are not uh, willing to give it to you without seeing uh, their return, you know, return on investment. 
I can't believe uh, five minutes into um, the end of our show. At the end of the day, you're a smart guy, mm-hmm. intellectually, um, I think emotionally as well. But self-development is key, I think, mm-hmm. on your uh, journey as an entrepreneur. You know, as much as your business, you need to have a, a great flair of self-development. Books, do you, obviously you're a book reader. What kind of books, leadership books, did you read but something was left out and that you experienced in the true sense of being an entrepreneur. What do the leadership books and the business books leave out that you've experienced as an entrepreneur? Um, well, it's it's lonely at times. Um, it's very stressful. It's, you know, especially for me because uh, I'm a tech person, you know. it's You literally have to go from uh, from the lab to the office to a board meeting. You know, mm. so uh, that balance, it's, it's very, it's, you know, it, it can get very lonely. It can get very stressful. And, you know, um, the things that I have to do, bookkeeping, you know, the admin work and all you of that. You do it all. You do it all. As an entrepreneur, you have no choice but mm. to do it all because you have to hold on to, you know, your money as well. You know, that's the other unspoken thing. When you, when you get the money, you have to hold on to it. You know, they don't, you have to pay. Only when you have to pay Because Best believe There is always a crisis Lurking around the corner I know Yeah That's a great piece of advice Energex What's your economic intent About Energex what, What's your vision About what exactly You created And what you want to do with it uh, I, I would like Energex To basically <clears throat> To support Um the the green space in 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 SA, you know, I'd like it to be the company that when you say green, that's what everybody thinks about Energex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and we are making strides towards that. I mean, you know, building um, like we had a project where we actually built a solar powered cell, a solar powered uh, phone charger for it was for some restaurant. Awesome, you know. So it's it's it has to be the, the the brand that decided you know the startup that decided okay this is we are gonna do this uh, you know because the energy space is very expensive I to know, get into the I compliance know. you know it can even stifle you so I want Energex to be that company that you know that took on all of that and su- succeeded. Last and final question: mm. Where do you see Prince Duba, the entrepreneur, in five to ten years' time, and what piece of advice? Can you give to anyone invested in the tech startup in South Africa or in Africa? Okay, the first one, uh, where do I see Prince in five to ten years' time? Yeah. I, I see him as an angel investor. Oh, wow. Yes. So, um, Energex is going to make uh, a lot of money. Uh, and most of that money, I really want to uh, use it to stimulate the, the tech space in SA. You know, free capital, if I can say, for... For those geeks that just want to, you know, code behind the computer always. Mm. And then uh, a piece of advice that I'd give to someone who's in, um, who, who wants to start a tech. Uh, I'd say, you know what, um, go for it. Um, it can, it's, it's hard, but it's not impossible. It can be done. Uh, don't worry about the compliance. Don't worry about, you know, all the red tape. But then just con- just do it some, some of the things you need to figure them out As you go along You don't need to figure out everything from the beginning Like I was saying I only recently learned that I wasn't complying when it comes to hiring people You know But then I'm here 
and you know I'm I'm making I'm taking measures to correct that. So yeah. We love Standard Bank Incubator and Liberty for creating access to market opportunities for all our budding and high potential entrepreneurs out there. We love you, Standard Bank. We love you, Liberty. But more importantly, we love all those entrepreneurs who are going through the grit, who are going through the grime and going hard on the hustle to reach the full potential and make a difference in Africa and the world. Thank you, Prince Dube. A, a, a true notion that we as Africans can create a narrative about technological inclusion globally. Yes. For me, Subimboya Arnold, this is Future CEOs. Same time again next week. Yes, we're live, but not live, so you download our podcast. For me, Subimboya, all the best for the entrepreneurs out there. Mwah. Future CEOs on cliffcentral.com. This is cliffcentral.com.